Hello, welcome to episode two of Teacher Talks. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing consumer culture in Toronto. So today's Christmas and many of you have gotten the chance to spend time with family and friends, open up gifts and just relax all day. And maybe some of you are also getting ready for sales tomorrow because tomorrow is Boxing Day and maybe it's probably Boxing Week and some for some retailers. So you're going to get ready to just buy, buy, buy. And before you do that, I just want to discuss what does your room look like right now? If you scan your room, do you see things that you have not used in years? Is it cluttered? Is it packed? And do you like how it looks? For myself, I usually have too much clothes and I still cling to the same clothes I wear all the time. I always love to wear the same turtleneck that I've been wearing for many years. I've gone in multiple colors. I like to wear the same jeans or the same leggings. I'm a creature of habit. I don't like to actually wear fanciful stuff. I'm pretty plain, but I still buy it and I don't know why I do that. Um, and I just want to ask you guys, what do you think about that? So for myself, I also compare myself in social media. When I look at social media, it just is nothing but comparing yourself to other people or memes. Yes, the memes lure us in, but you can't just look at memes on social media. You're also um, bombarded with images of women with flat tummies, sparkly clothes, long legs, nice tan skin. Um, what else? What else? Fabulous lives, uh, traveling all the time. We're bombarded with these images and we can't help but compare. I did no social media September recently and during that month I actually didn't feel bad about myself and I was really bored and I wasn't bombarded with so many uh, images of like current events after current events after current events and I was able to kind of just relax and uh, not be in the know, not be in the loop and it actually felt very relaxing and I kind of wish that that was the norm where we don't have to know everything. We do live in a culture where we expect one another to be in the know and to want to know exactly what's happening exactly when it happens. But maybe that's not such a good thing. Maybe it's okay if we don't know every single little thing that happens around the world exactly when it happens or at all. We don't need to know. And that's kind of a controversial statement, I guess, because it may sound like I'm promoting ignorance but I think and on on the other hand I think I'm actually promoting um, the consumption of media in a way that's healthy like not in a way where you feel overwhelmed and I feel a lot of times people do feel overwhelmed uh, another thing when you feel sad uh, from social media and you see people wearing things that look so nice um, We want that dopamine rush from shopping and I think that that is so unhealthy for us because Shopping is not something that defines your personality or develops your character I find um, and we are the sum of what we do So we're the sum of our actions and what we say and what we write and what we think um, so if we're just consuming media 
So that means just flipping through social media. And if we're just shopping, 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 just because it's easy to do and it makes you feel good, it's not the same type of feeling that's good when you've completed something that was very hard or when you've created something. And I think as a society, we should find other avenues of feeling good where we're actually building, creating, and doing as opposed to just shopping and like just yeah I think like shopping is actually so bad for us and in Toronto in general it's such a part of the culture like it's it's what unifies us because everyone's from like a different cultural background um but the one thing that kind of ties us together is this mall culture this e-commerce culture this shopping culture we're all used to that um Timmy's run we're used to that maybe five dollar coffee run we're used to that window shopping at Yorkdale Mall that turns into a $70 shopping spree. Uh, We're used to a food court culture. We're used to those staple restaurants that everyone goes to. But I think we have to analyze why that is. Because why is our culture being um, dominated by shopping so much? Um, Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of scary, actually, because a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck and they aren't saving their money for investments that are actually going to pay off for not just themselves but maybe like future generations like um, property or a business instead I think there's this hopelessness when you don't have enough money saved up for something and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and I think it makes you want to just spend your money when you get it because you feel so hopeless that you'll actually never be able to save it. Like you actually think and feel like you'll never ever be able to save it. Um, and that's kind of sad. I, I don't know. I I think it's easy to like judge people and, and just say that like, oh, well, the reason why they can't uh, get out of an apartment and can't stop renting is because they never save their money. They're always spending it. But I, I just want to say that if you're not used to uh, having stability or just um having that safety padding of money it almost feels impossible so when you feel like something's so impossible why would you try to save like it's it's real it's kind of i don't know how to put it into words actually but i felt that way sometimes where it's like i'm working a full full time Uh, I'm working full-time all week or something and I'm feeling kind of down so I do want to shop I do want to spend some of that money so that I can feel some happiness from that work I did because uh, just working really hard all week can't make you feel good you still feel very tired so just spending some money on like food or clothes it it would make me like feel much happier about myself Um, another thing with shopping that kind of uh, we have to consider is also this mass production of items is not sustainable at all it's driving wars i believe because the resources to create uh, things like makeup palette think of shane dawson that conspiracy palette that he made with jeffree star that sold so many uh that got sold uh in so many places and i think was it he they made millions of dollars off this palette and i don't know exact number of how many they sold but i would see videos of like how they're making the palettes and all the eyeshadow stuff where do you think those products are coming from they're coming from like different parts of the world and you have to consider like how are the countries where those uh, ingredients are coming from 
or even something like plastic. For most mass-produced items, you need plastic or you need metal. Or even for electronics, you need special kinds of metals that are in uh, war zones. Um, and why are those places war zones? It's because this high demand for those items, for those ingredients for um, electronics. We have to consider sustainability. Don't just shop because something is popular and everyone has it and you want to feel the same like everyone else. We are causing problems in the world when we just buy things blindly. You have to consider where the parts for that quote-unquote thing came from. Um, let's see what else. So I think as an economy, a sustainable economy, we have to shift less on items, more on services or things that aren't necessarily physical. So we should shift towards creating, um, for example, um, a website where you create um, some sort of service and maybe that service isn't available for an unlimited time. Maybe it's only ser uh, available for a month and then it um, ends and then a new service starts in the next month. That way I feel like it's more sustainable because it's not like you need this unlimited uh, amount of space for someone where like say for uh, Facebook or um, I'd say Instagram, but like if you're sustainable with Instagram and you don't post too much, I guess it's fine. But like uh, for certain websites where you're constantly posting every day, that data is stored somewhere and I don't think there's like an endless amount of space for it to be stored. It doesn't need to be stored. Like the stuff you posted in say like 2009, 2008, it doesn't need to be stored. Um, I guess it is kind of cool though for the future, like for future generations, like your great, great grandchildren to look back at all the stuff you posted <laughs> throughout your whole life. But again, having a sense of not everything needs to be known is not a bad thing like it, you don't need to know every single little last detail about your grandfather you don't need it um it's a it's like we live in an information overload kind of world mm. another interesting fact in 2018 there were 19.8 million e-commerce users in canada and there's expected to be an additional 5.21 million users shopping online by 2021 so this is a growing trend and uh, websites like Amazon make it feel like so easy and clean, but it's again, you are not controlling yourself when you shop like that. I feel like when you have cash in your hand and you go in the store, you are a little bit more careful when you shop uh, because you can hold things in your hand and really consider, hmm, at least while, while you're waiting in line in the cash register you can really have that last minute decision like oh do i really need so and so like for example for myself um at indigo there was this very cute agenda i wanted recently and i waited all month and then when it came to black friday they did lower the price and i was gonna get it and while i was at the cash register line i thought to myself wait a minute you don't need to write notes in a cute tiny little pink beautiful book you literally write your notes in your smartphone and that's all you need. You don't need to carry an extra book with you. That's extra weight as you're traveling and you like to travel light. So I put it back and I left the store. You don't need everything. So another thing I'd like to say is if we spend money, it should just be on necessities and investments. 
so clothing is not an investment i feel sure you can have staple pieces which i do recommend staple pieces or uh, um, items of clothing that you can wear for multiple 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 years because they don't particularly stand out and they kind of go with everything like um a pair of black leggings a turtleneck um a cardigan stuff like that like they don't necessarily go out of style and you can make them look trendy like you can alter them in the future to make uh the shape of them look trendy uh, but this whole like fast fashion craze it kind of worries me because people don't care like they don't care that the items are cheaply made um and they're mass produced and they the styles go out in like a year or two so you're probably never going to wear them again especially after the wash you're going to get damaged i i think when especially um i i feel badly because i think even for women when we do get uh money we spend it so much on clothes and makeup whereas i feel like uh, men they spend it more on like tech or things that allow them to do something or allow them to create something let's just say parts of a computer uh, that can make the computer faster like the visuals more sharp um, so that they can do um, whatever they do on their computers I know this is a generalized statement but um, I think like when you you do have money and you are gonna spend it let it just be on the necessities or some investment that is gonna allow you to make more money for example um, buying a website you can use that website to promote yourself or to promote your business and yes you pay an amount that you have to pay every year so you are spending your money but it's an investment where you're able to actually uh, generate money so you can promote yourself or your business on your website and it makes yourself seem more um, professional and uh, legit when people look you up and it makes you stand out as well uh, another thing I think I'd actually like to end the podcast soon. I like to say, don't let capitalism dictate what you need. Let your mental health dictate what you need. So stuff like a smartwatch is not a necessary item to have for the average person. You don't need a smartwatch. You already have, most people already have something portable that's connected to the internet on them. Most people have their phone you don't need an extra piece of portable device that is expensive that is doing the functionality of that phone but ooh la la it's on your wrist you already have your phone it already can make a signal so that you can receive your uh, um so that you can be aware of when you got your email or when someone messaged you or when you got a text or when you're getting a call i i think this smartwatches aren't even at this stage yet where they are super powerful in terms of what they do like yes you can pay through your smartwatch and that is really cool to see um but you remember you can still do the same thing with your phone and your phone is already on you most likely it's in your pocket that's not so hard to take it out or your smartwatch you can't yet answer calls from it or um yeah like even just answer calls or send texts through it yet um i know that yes you technically can um I believe you can with WhatsApp. You can use like your voice to generate text replies back on WhatsApp. But I I think if the invention isn't at the point where it's useful yet, ask yourself like, oh, do I need it? Um, there are many things that are advertised and 
people make you feel like you absolutely need it, but you probably don't. Um, for example, for myself, let's see. I got my headphones and smartphone pretty late in life. And before that, I didn't really need it. I listened to music from my laptop and it was nice to hear music quality sound better from headphones, but I'm not the type of person to like jump to the next um, smartphone that comes up, uh, jump to the next um, new piece of technology that comes out. I like to wait and first analyze, okay, how am I going to use so-and-so? Am I going to use it all the time? What am I going to use it for? If I can use it in a way where it improves the quality of my life or um, where I can make money off of it somehow, like be able to create something with it, then it's worth it to me. I look at it as an investment. But if it's just for fun or just to show off, ooh, I really don't like to do that. Like I, I don't, it makes me feel bad. It's like it's buyer's remorse in, for me if I do something like that. So as Boxing Day approaches tomorrow, ask yourself do you need that is there space in your home what makes you happy short-term dopamine or long-term discipline okay thank you for listening to me rambling for however long that was uh, this is the end of episode two you guys can leave me some comments maybe on my instagram page if you wanted some to see new topics uh, but i guess that's it for now thank you bye